Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Daily Thrones is on the air. This is a quick look at the world of ice and fire and deaths are still on my mind. I've been thinking more and more about the possibility of Danny dying and how will Cersei die? Then I was going back through some old calls here that are in the queue. Some don't make air. Some the sound quality is just not good enough for me to post. So I I was going through, clearing some of them, and stumbled on a great one that I'm going to play right now that got me thinking a little more about the death, or possible death, of Cersei Lannister. Hey, Ken. So I had another thought. Something even I sometimes forget, and I think a lot of people forget, talking about the Valancar uh, prophecy. That's something that wasn't on the show maggie the witch you know she never said that part on the show it's in the book of course but does that mean that the show has to include that could that end up being a book only thing since the show it it, you know it doesn't exist on the show is the show beholden to that prophecy given it has only been mentioned in the book so let's talk Cersei Lannister and her death. We uh, I was talking yesterday how I, I thought Cersei was a good bet to die in Season 7, and we all believe in the Valonqar prophecy. But as Eric Monroe called in and reminded us, you know, the Valonqar was not on the show, and, and we're all very aware that Maggie the Frog, that scene which was there, very much cut out the Valonqar prophecy. Uh, much like the lack of mentions of Azora High. And even the far few mentions of other prophecies and and horns and all those things we love in the books, it makes me think a little closer to the idea that maybe Cersei Lannister will survive to the end. And I mentioned this yesterday, that maybe she'll emerge on the other end changed. Uh, Maybe she'll be redeemed, because I think there are bad things that have happened to her that has justified some of her responses. I don't want to say I justify her murders and killings, but... I'm always one that looks at Cersei Lannister and understands a little bit of what brought her to this point. She's made poor choices when she got to that point. I think you know what I mean. Maybe this uh, ends with her changed. Maybe she doesn't die. We're so dead set on this death happening because we think, number one, a lot of main characters will die next year. But also, it's this prophecy. We keep jamming these prophecies down our own throats. But they're from the book. And the show has definitely shown they are not beholden to the books, especially not now. Things have always been removed. The Horn of Winter, uh, Euron Greyjoy doesn't have a horn that he claims will control dragons, all those kind of things. A lot of those, a lot of those things have fallen away. Could the idea of Cersei killing, uh, excuse me, someone killing Cersei, could that go away as well? Or could it still happen? And I would think that it would still happen because they need to get to some certain endpoints that George R. R. Martin has given them. But maybe it happens and the showrunners just don't want to muddle up a lot of things with prophecy and trying to have to explain what Valonqar, what the prophecy means and what it could be. Maybe they already feel the show has a lot of stuff there for people to digest and the prophecy is not needed. But the plot point still is. What do you guys think? Talking about that. Danny's possible death and more here on Daily Thrones here today.
What's up, Ken? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty sure that even even if the show is uh, not mentioning certain things from the book that we know as book readers in terms of the Valencar stuff, I think it's pretty safe to say that uh, the Valencar is still going to be Jamie Lannister. And Jamie is still going to be the guy to take out Cersei. I mean, just from a storytelling uh, perspective, from everything that we've seen in the show and everything that we've uh, read in the books, I think it's pretty safe to say that it's going to be Jamie. Maybe even more so in the show than the books. But uh, yeah, it's going to be Jamie. He's the Valonqar. He's going to take her out. It's just got to be. Mark calling in with a good counter to the idea that we've put forth here on Daily Thrones that maybe the show won't be doing the Valonqar, which means Jamie won't kill Cersei like a lot of us think, and then maybe Cersei will live and find happiness or redemption or some sort of other form of punishment for what she's done. But I like Mark's idea here that, no, actually, it could be, number one, we still think it's him, and two, maybe it's even more so and even more possible than the books. And that makes sense because the books have these deeply woven uh, plots and George R. R. Martin might want to fake you out, faint, go in another direction, cut left when he's supposed to cut right and maybe the prophecy ends up being Tyrion or the Hound or Arya or something else. But on the show, maybe they need to streamline, streamline it, make it a little more direct. And by that logic, yeah. I think Jamie could be the one. Look, I think at the end of the day, Cersei is going to die, and it's going to be at, Sir, at, at Jamie's hand. What will be funny, what's interesting is, a lot of us have seen this coming. If you believe in the prophecies of Alicar, this is probably what you've been thinking for a very, very long time. But I have to think, if this happens in Season 8, if Jamie ends up killing Cersei, I wonder how many of the general fan base, the vocal minority that complains about a lot of things in Game of Thrones, who thinks the show has jumped the shark, all those things, I wonder if they'll be like, aha, the show totally sucks, we saw that coming from a mile away, boo, boo to Jamie killing Cersei, you you watch, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened, we saw that a lot in season 7, I, I, I'm not blind to uh, things the show does wrong or things the show uh, falls short on. It, it happens. It happens from time to time. You can't make a perfect show. And season one was so strong that it makes you think that this has to be a perfect show. Season seven did have some problems, without a doubt. But I still think some of the, the complainers and complaints about season seven just had to do with the fact that we're seeing things that we wanted to have happen. We wanted that wall to come down. We wanted a dragon to get into uh, the field of fire. We wanted a dragon to die. We wanted to see these things. We wanted to see John meet Danny, and we thought there'd be some heat between them. And then when there was, we we're like, uh, we kind of saw that coming, and John got there too fast. So, Jamie, probably going to kill Cersei. And you watch. I bet a lot of people will have a problem. But that's a different discussion for another day. More to come here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken. I just wanted to call in to say that I agree with everything you just said about how John's second death would be less impactful than Danny's. And another reason that I think that Danny is going to die in season eight is what Alistair Thorne said to Jon Snow right before his execution when he said, You're going to be fighting their wars forever. I think that once Danny dies, John is going to realize that now it's his responsibility to be the king of Westeros or just be the king and unite the realm again to save the people and to try to make the world 
better. I think he's going to take the responsibility because he's going to believe that it's his res- his responsibility to fight these wars as long as he can. Billy with a good call and thought about Jon Snow and the warning from Alistair Thorne that he'll be fighting these wars forever. And uh, another one I just love that moment. I actually love Sir Alistair Thorne. I think he deserved to die, but even in death, I liked him. And that warning for John, I actually took very serious, just as Billy is too here. It made some sense. Uh, and is it prophetic? I don't know. Is it just a, a dead, dying man getting a final shot in against Jon Snow? That's possible, but um, has does it connect to Danny's death? Is it a harbinger of things to come? It's possible. Again, our discussion here in the last couple of days, one of many, is will Danny die? And I think it makes some sense. Now, could that be the thing that makes John accept being the king? And is that part of the bittersweet story? John is a natural leader. John has been almost from day one. You saw him take on a leadership role uh, the moment he arrives at Castle Black. And I think uh, it really sunk in when he started to protect Samuel Tarley. I felt that was when he... uh, he started to uh, assume a leadership position uh, to protect another person, to train other people. Uh, he was arrogant at first, I think. Uh, he had to be broken a little bit, but the leadership role set in. But he doesn't want to be. And at, at times I think he is a he's a bad boss, and there's a difference between a boss and a leader. And so, uh, you can be both. You can be good at both, but there's there's definitely uh, it's it's a position I've had in life before. For 12 years, I was a quote boss, and you can be a big inspirational leader, but sometimes you have to be a nuts and bolts, but no, nuts and bolts boss. No, I don't think John has that quite yet. I think Danny is a better boss than John is. So uh, another side effect, and this is what Billy's call got me thinking about here, is another side effect of a possible death in Danny. Let's say it comes earlier than we think, and it's not some kind of uh, uh, ending to the show or part of the final sequences of the show. Let's say Danny dies early. Again, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Danny, if she dies, will be later. But if she dies early, it might shake John uh, loose. It might shake him and inspire him to finally take on the mantle of King. I think right now it's definitely something he doesn't want. I don't. I think he would have bent the knee before Danny a lot sooner if it was just something that he felt would affect him. But he knew that bending the knee would affect a great many people. And because he is a good leader at heart, he didn't want to do that. But I think John would have given up the kingship would have this king of the north thing he would have said fine i'll bow to you but he because he's naturally a good leader didn't do that but he did and that's a sign that he is okay with danny leading the way because it's probably just a little bit easier so if danny goes would john step up i think that might be the thing that makes it happen we'll see we got a long wait to season eight but it's never too early to speculate. That's Daily Thrones for the day. Don't forget to favorite the station. And uh, we got the podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And don't forget, we actually got comments. And here's the thing. I finally updated my Anchor app. I haven't been able to get the comments. I got lost track and had an old beta version of Anchor. I'm updated. And now your comments, I can read them. It's like I'm suddenly in the future. So you can comment to each segment as well. Spread the word on Facebook or Twitter. And let's talk Daily Thrones. Let's get a lot of new callers in here with a lot of thoughts. That's Daily Thrones for the day. I'll see you tomorrow.